This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. How do you feel about your commute? Can't be easy sometimes, right? One wrong thing, one accident, whether it's on the Portman, the Alex Fraser, uh, whether it's in the tunnel, just seems to throw everybody's commute off. What about the last five years? Do you think it's gotten worse? Is it about the same? Has it gotten better? These are all questions that research company recently asked many Metro Vancouver commuters. And I thought some of the results were very interesting and some of them actually even surprising. So Mario Conseco, the president of research company, joins us now to talk about this. Mario, thanks for being here. My pleasure, Sammy. Great to be here. Well, okay. What did you ask people? You wanted to talk about their commute. Well, the first thing we wanted to know is, do they find it pleasant or do they find it annoying? You know, we've seen a lot of people complain about how long it takes to get to school or work, how difficult it is to find a seat when you're trying to take public transit, how you're dealing with bad drivers. And it's not all bad. You know, we do see uh, 49% of Metro Vancouver commuters saying that they don't see any changes in their trips to school or work when they compare it to five years ago. There's 20% who say that their commute is better now, but there's one in four who say that it is worse now than it was back in 2014. I got to say, I'm actually impressed by that number. I thought that number would be higher. Well, what's interesting here is if you drive a car, you're more likely to say that your commute is getting worse. It seems that drivers are getting a little bit more annoyed with the way things are going. uh, And they say, you know, five years ago, I could get from point A to point B. In an easier fashion now, there's too much construction, there's too much traffic, there's too many things that are affecting the way in which I am getting to school or work. And if you take public transit, you're more likely to say, well, it's roughly the same. You know, sometimes I find a seat in the SkyTrain or in the bus, sometimes I don't, but, you know, it's it's all good. So it's interesting because when you look at the mode of a, a transportation that the commuters in Metro Vancouver have, right. it plays a role in the way they feel about things. That makes sense then. So when you ask people how satisfied they are or how pleasant they find their commute, did it also depend on what mode of transportation they take? Yes, there's a little bit of that. There's 68% of Metro Vancouver commuters who say that their weekday commute is pleasant. There's 29%, roughly 3 in 10 who considered it annoying. And it's uh, quite interesting because there's a lot of people who are able to walk to work, are able to bike to work because they're in the same municipality. I think what we're facing here is a lot of people who are driving or taking public transit from adjacent municipalities or even farther than that. And they are the ones who are more likely to complain because something goes wrong. You may have this ideal plan in your head of, you know, if I leave home at 7.30, I'll get there. There's an accident, there's a problem, there's an issue, and then you end up being late for work. And this is why we see so many Metro Vancouver, I'd say, if I could work from home, if I could have the ability to take the office home and be there maybe once a week, I would gladly take it. Really? So more people said they would like to work from home? Yes, uh, that was quite fascinating because, you know, one of the issues that we see here is Uh, People who would choose a prospective employer based on where the office they would work would be located. 75% are saying, yes, if I could work closer to home, I would definitely do so. 55% who say, I would move from my home if I changed jobs and I had a longer commute. Let's say for the sake of argument, you are living in a specific municipality and your work is somewhere else. If you can get a job closer to to home, you would gladly take it. And if you had the chance to move in order to be closer to your work, you would do it as well. Uh, So, you know, it's one of those situations where 
Uh, you know, we are a big metropolitan area. There's a lot of discussions about what is going to happen in the future. There's a lot of people upset about gas prices as well. Um, so we thought it was a good opportunity to ask them, well, is this better or worse than it was? And it's, it's ultimately 50-50. But if you're one of the drivers or one of the public transit users who is suffering whenever you go to school or work, then that is going to stink. Right. And uh, the other stat that we also found interesting here is how many people would be willing to actually make less money if they could work closer to home. Yeah, that was quite shocking to me. I thought it was going to be in the 30s, maybe, you know, one third of people saying, I'll take less money if I can work closer to home. But it's actually 51 percent. And I think you start to get into the mindset of if you spend a couple hours each morning and each afternoon going from your home to work and coming back home after work, uh, it gets to you. You start to get a little bit of, of less family time. You're dealing with a lot of things that are not directly related to your work if you live nearby. So you're thinking about it more from the standpoint of your quality of life. I'd, I'd be willing to make less money if I could be closer to home and not spend four hours commuting every day. Right. Okay. That's a fascinating result. Now, you also asked them about tolls and bridges, right? Because I guess the question with those is, are you willing to pay for them if it means that you have a shorter, faster, better commute? Well, uh, this was a question that I was really interested in, particularly because we're talking about a guarantee here. It's if you pay more, you're going to get to work or school at a quicker time than you're doing right now. And we still see 48% of commuters disagree with this course of action. When it comes to drivers, it climbs all the way to 52%. So the drivers who would be the one paying for this tolls are saying, I'm not really comfortable paying for this, even if it guaranteed me, you know, 15 minutes or half an hour less behind the wheel. So, you know, it's something that the NDP government decided to take out after the last election. It still remains to be seen. I mean, there's a lot of discussions about what is going to happen here. Should we institute something similar to what they have in London, England, where you pay to in order to enter specific areas of the city? And it's not a conversation that is going to go away. But at this particular time, the ones who drive a car to work or school are saying, I'm not interested in this and I don't want to pay even if it takes me out of the car. And yet the ones who are driving the car to work and the vehicle to work are also the ones who are the least happiest with their commute. It's a catch-22, isn't it? Yeah. If you paid more money for it, uh, would you be willing to be happy with this, uh, even if it takes a little bit of time off? But I think it has a lot to do with the way in which uh, certain issues are structured in our heads. You know, there's, there's this tendency when we ask people who are annoyed by their commute, the first thing they say is traffic. Traffic drives me nuts. It's a situation that we shouldn't be facing. There's also a lot of people who complain about bad drivers, particularly other drivers who are saying, you know, this isn't safe anymore. It's not a situation where I'm actually happy to be behind the wheel. Uh, so it's a tough one. I think it has a lot to do with our education on the road. But it also has to do a lot with how far are we willing to go. And when you see 51% of a, a commuter saying, I'd gladly make less money if I could walk uh, yeah. closer to home, then that was an eye-opener for me. Okay. And then you also ask people, and this is another interesting result here, is if you could get to work by any method, what would be your preferred choice? Yeah, that was also interesting. There's 48% who say, I would rather drive, and that includes about 3 in 10 people who take public transit. So there's something about driving that is still with us. There's this idea of I control the entertainment, I can do whatever I want, (laughs) listen to music, do whatever. 
uh, be in control, not have to worry about who's sitting next to me, not have to worry about finding a seat at the bus or at the SkyTrain. So it's still the number one choice. There's 28% who say I would rather take public transit. That includes some drivers who are maybe saying I don't want to be exposed to the bad drivers on the road. 14% would walk and 7% would bike. So this is interesting as, as, as well because we have a fantastic bike infrastructure, particularly in the city of Vancouver. Uh, but we don't see a lot of people like actively saying, I want to bike to work, especially if you have to do it from a couple of other municipalities. So it's interesting if you're near, If it's interesting if you're within 15, 20 minutes from your home, uh, but it's not something that is going to catch up if you have to go from Port Moody to Vancouver. Right. It, it sounds like, though, too, Mario, that, that controlling the entertainment was important to a lot of people because that's the second time it came up. That was huge, yes. When we ask people, what is making your commute, uh, you know, something that is satisfactory to you, most people say controlling the entertainment. There's 50% <laughs> who say traffic is manageable. And, and, and it is. You know, if you drive within some areas where you're not going to be exposed to, to a lot of bottlenecks, you will be happy with that. There's also 14% who say, I can get things done on the way. I can read the paper. I can answer emails. Now, there was a little bit of a shocking component for this because if you take public transit, that is all the way up to 30%. So if you take public transit, yes, you sit on the bus, you you try to get the news of the day, try to answer some of the emails, but there's 8% of drivers who are doing this. So I plead with you guys, don't do this. It's against the law and it's dangerous. Oh, boy. So many interesting results out of this. Mario, thank you for your time. My pleasure, Simi. Thank you. That's Mario Canseco, president of the research company Polling Company. That survey we were talking about, a lot of people, 51%, say they'd be willing to make less money if they could just work closer to home. What trade-offs would you be willing to make happen? Uh, well, let's take some calls here. We've got Ron on the line from Richmond. Hi, Ron. Yeah, hello, Simi. Um, I'm not a computer per se. I'm a tradesman, so I have to drive around the city all day long. But I do go through the morning rush hour and then the afternoon uh, rush hour. And uh, our traffic has gotten much worse. We have a lot more vehicles on the road, and our infrastructure really hasn't uh, kept up with it. I have made changes in my scheduling. I try not to go too far from my base of operations. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense economically. They're just the right. price of gas. But I, I still have the odd customer who will pay me to go out to north or west Vancouver or to Wasson, and uh, you have to do it. And, you know, we, tra- we try to charge accordingly. But what happens uh, like the other day, I had to go to North Vancouver. I got stuck in a traffic jam before the Cassier Tunnel Ooh. for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> ugly. Even just picturing that made me kind of wince. Exactly. But things that we need to do to improve things. One, our infrastructure, like our bridges and tunnels, are outdated. We need more and bigger uh, bridges. But also, the thing that really drives me nuts is we don't have enough left turn lanes or arrows. We don't always need a lane, but we do need an yeah. arrow. And the place that drives me nuts the most is Richmond because we do have lots of left turn lanes and arrows, but they activate them on a part-time basis depending on the traffic flow. And it's just crazy. You de- I set you know, my routes up because I know I've got a left turn arrow somewhere. I get that and I don't get it. <laughs> Ron, I can tell you're a commuter because you can like tell me in detail about traffic lights and traffic patterns, right? And cause that's how yeah. commuters work too. So as a tradesman, then Ron, you're saying that you pick and you try to keep your jobs as local as possible so that you don't have to make those long drives. Exactly. And okay. we also try to stagger things so that we're driving against the rush hour when we can. Okay, good advice. Thank you for that, Ron. Appreciate it. Let me go to Scott, who's also called in from Coquitlam. Hi, Scott. 
Uh, good morning. Uh, yeah, we need a massive shift in mentality uh, from City Hall in our various cities because they're all stuck in this 60s, 70s, 80s thinking where uh, we're going to build condos here, but the jobs are there, and then therefore we have to spend billions on transit. Instead of, like, for an example, can you name the primary industry for Coquitlam? No. Neither no. can I, because we don't have one. Um, Coquitlam doesn't have a primary industry or a secondary industry or a tertiary industry. Those problems cause people to have to commute to work. And when people have to commute, we're adding uh, 5 to 10% to our population every year. Uh, like the gentleman before said, the infrastructure isn't keeping up. So we need to shift the mentality to attract industries to our city hubs and make those primary secondary and tertiary jobs to support those industries so I can drive in my city of Coquitlam and go to work instead of uh, my poor wife having to um, travel downtown. She works for uh, a rheumatologist. Right. Uh, she, has, she has to travel an hour each way, but she takes transit because she, she can't afford to park and she doesn't want to drive in that mess every morning. So, Scott, if she could so, find, let me ask you then, if she could find a job, let's say, uh, with a rheumatologist's office in Coquitlam, would she take that job even if it meant making less money? Oh, absolutely. But the caveat there is, is where does that threshold hit to where you're hurting yourself? Uh, we're stuck in another situation where uh, housing affordability has caused people to move farther away yeah, because we can't true. afford to live in Vancouver. Yeah, that's true, too. Right. Uh, so it's a balance. Like you got to be able to make it worthwhile. Yeah, I, 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 bl- I blame our mayors for the last three decades. Oh, well, you wouldn't be the only one, Scott. Listen, thank you so much for that. Uh, that is the, kind of the conundrum, right, that people have been facing for the last, oh, how many years, is that you want to buy a place, you want to settle down, you can't afford to buy, perhaps like in Vancouver, so you move a little bit farther out, uh, Scott's place is up at Coquitlam, but then you still have to commute all the way back into the city for that job. So part of our question today, including our hot question of the day is, well, what if you could have that job closer to home where you're able to afford to buy a place to live? Would you be willing to make less money or do you still need those dollars? Is that still like the mitigating factor that outweighs everything else? Now, uh, you can email me, simi at cknw.com. Use our uh, buzz line as well, 604-331-BUZZ. That is 331-2899. You can leave a message there. Uh, and also, we've been using this for our hot question of the day, so you can actually vote in our poll, which you can find it at simi sarah 980 also at CKNW, taking a look at the results that we've been getting on this so far. Uh, looks like, well, I'm surprised by this because it's pretty much, it's very different from the results that research company got when they did their poll. Uh, their question, the question is, would you be willing to make less money if you could work closer to home? Now, according to research company, 51% of people said yes, they would be willing to make less money to work closer to home. But when we're asking you, we've got 38% of people saying yes, uh, saying yes, for sure, they would do that. Meanwhile, 62% of people are saying no, they need the dollars. So where do you come in on this? Let us know. Go to Sarah 980 on Twitter at CKNW and cast your vote on that. I think it's very interesting results. And commute, the frustration out there is absolutely palpable when it comes to driving around. I get it. I did that awful South Delta commute from, so from Ladner through the tunnel, you know, twice a day to come into work in downtown Vancouver. And I just, and from 20 years ago, when I, 25 years ago now, when I started doing it, 
uh, to the time that we moved, which was about seven or eight years ago, it had just gotten like progressively worse. The traffic had year after year after year after year, and I just could not do it anymore. Uh, So yeah, would you be willing to make less money to work closer to home? Uh, To be honest, I did. I actually did. And it did make me happier because the the less, the smaller commute was just so much better. 